welcome. You've got mail. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of TechStream. I'm Seth Everett. He is Shelley Palmer. And the, uh, the heat is still on everywhere. It feels like it's just hot. And if you're listening and you're in one of those flood zones, our heart goes out to you. Uh, we are so concerned about some people who are so displaced. It's absolutely awful. Uh, Shelly, I was an angry young man uh, last week. You were. And, and I just want to tell you that we complied with every one of Spotify's requests, and they took my episodes down anyway. Hmm. Amazing. You know, I blame you, but I understand. Yeah, well. Uh, it, was it, what, what did they give you an explanation or, or nope. was it just like, see ya? No, somebody tweeted at me and said, hey, I'm looking for episode something, something, something. And it wasn't there on Spotify. But I looked yeah. and it's on iTunes. I'm it's sorry. on Amazon. So I'm sorry. Well, shows you um, that Apple has no, you know. No, no scruples. No scruples of any kind. So, <laughs> so. You know, at least Spotify, <laughs> they try to keep the riffraff out. That's right. Uh, for those of you who don't remember or didn't hear last week's episode, Seth was very sad that he had a little bit of copyrighted music that he was using for his own six commercial seconds, game. Six seconds. It doesn't matter how long it is. It could be one second. That's all mythology, that six second, seven second thing. It's like he was using copyrighted material that uh, for his own commercial gain. Uh -huh. and, 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 you know, yeah, Spotify just went, eh, tilt, you can't have it. So I know you're mad. No, they but... said they said well, the, the, my my argument was they picked seven, not seventy, episodes, and that had the music in it. Yes, we fixed the seven in the seventy two hours that they gave us. We fixed that everything. That seems unfair. That seems unfair. That seems unfair. So, the fight goes on. So um, I got a question for you. Yes. So uh, do you, do you love um, Earth murdering comet genre movies? <laughs> Like Independence Day, uh, yeah, yeah, or, or what Armageddon. should have been Ar well, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say. But although Independence Day was another Earth murdering, but it wasn't comet genre. Comet genre is very specific. This is where you know the asteroid comes to Earth and just like you know, uh, that's right, deep, deep impact or whatever. You know, over. or Armageddon, my one of my favorite um, Earth murdering comet genre movies ever. Maybe the best <laughs> one ever made. I think. So anyway, I like those movies because you know it makes me feel like we live in a universe that's not paying a lot of attention to all of the nonsense here. And, you know, comets just do what they do. And if you happen to be in the way of one, not good for you. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I got a if press you release. happen to be in the way of a comet, not good for you. Yes, yeah. Not good confirmed. For you. So here's the thing. I got a press release this week that just blew my mind. I thought it was fake. And the title of this press release is fantastic. NASA invites media. That would be you and me. NASA invites me or TechStream. NASA invites media to witness world's first planetary defense test. <laughs> no, seriously, this is a real NASA press release. You can Google it. And NASA's double asteroid redirection test, DART, the world's first mission to test technology for defending Earth against potential asteroid or comet hazards, will impact its target asteroid which poses no threat to Earth, at 7.14 p.m. EDT on Monday, September 26th. That's the opening sentence of the greatest press release I've ever received. <laughs> did, they, did they include the part where Superman flies it and Green Lantern collects the fragments? I'm telling you what. what I, I mean, this is astounding to me. Among other activities, 
NASA will host a televised briefing beginning 6 p.m. on September 26th from the Johns Hopkins Applied Physics Laboratory in Laurel, Maryland. They're the guys who built the spacecraft that's crashing into the, the, the and they manage the program. And the test is going to show, this is what they're hoping. The test is going to show if a spacecraft can autonomously navigate to a target asteroid, autonomously, for those of you who are wondering, is by itself, um, and intentionally collide with it to change the asteroid's motion in a way that can be measured using ground-based telescopes. And DART's going to provide the data that's going to help people get ready for like when you have to do the whole like Armageddon thing. Can I just ask a naive question? Yeah. This is public money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. NASA. Okay. And I mean, the university isn't public money, but the NASA part's public. Yeah. This is the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Those are your guys. They're my <laughs> guys. They're our guys. These are the guys going to the moon. These are the guys put a guy on the moon. These are the guys that made it possible for Elon Musk to make spacecraft and get government money to do it. And, and how cool is this? I, I know you want to be, you know, what, well, I want to do space cynical, force jokes. This, I want to cool do Star this? Wars jokes. Like, is the defense include X-Wings or just TIE fighters? <laughs> Actually, it's a pretty cool looking satellite. And they're just going to You send me the story and all I'm thinking of, like, what, how many movies could I reference in one response? I'm just, yeah. That, I, I love this press release, Seth. I, I know it's not like the most important thing ever but man just when all the crazy's happening you, know, you got inflation oh, rampant God. you got covid we're winding down there's monkeypox coming up it's like everybody's worried about gas prices and it's like hey just in case we're going to just crash a satellite into an asteroid make see if that could actually happen i tell you what we're laughing if you actually needed it you'd be happy they're doing it there's a speaking of gas stations there's a gas uh station near me that has gas for three seventy one. That's right? a reasonable price, isn't it? That's a pretty good price. Down the street, down the street, yeah, four twenty. Yeah, I think it's four fifteen where I am. And and I'm, but my here's my point. Like, there's all these apps that find the lowest price in your area. Like, I didn't go seek this place out, right? But there was. I'm sorry, three seventy one to four twenty, in 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 this day and age. You find the 371, drive the extra, you know, three blocks to go to the 371. And the line, that that's what it, was, it fascinates me. There's no line at this place, and there's no line at the other place. And I'm thinking to myself, how do people, I thought this was a big deal. I thought this was a, what everybody in, uh, the news tells me this is the biggest deal. You know what? Um, I have an app on my phone. I think it's called Gas Buddy. Uh, Gas Buddy or Gas Guru. Yeah, it's, I'm almost positive it's Gas Buddy, and and it it works. Yeah, I have Gas Guru. I don't use it all the time, but you know, recently, it's really good at what it does. The one that I use. Let me just look at my phone. Yeah, it's Gas Buddy. Works. It just works. You know, if we all survive the asteroid crash, Seth, <laughs> then 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 we're we're gonna need um, healthcare. Yeah, we are. And that seems to be something that everybody's talking about. Um, recently, Amazon announced that they were shutting down Amazon Health and they were relaunching something. I, I don't think it's Amazon saying, you know what, we don't really care about healthcare anymore. We're, we're, we're out. Um, Amazon seems to be cornering the market on so much. Uh, you know, they're, they're killing the, 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 the brick and mortar stores anyway. 
Uh, are they going to kill our pharmacies? What's the what? So, what say you? Well, what say me is, first of all, to keep our movie thing going, Amazon yeah. to me is like Alien of the movie by the same name. It can live in any environment, in the vacuum of space or in your stomach. It's got acid for blood. It'll kill anything it looks at or sees. Like it's the perfect life form. So Amazon, whatever they're doing, it's good for Amazon. They're shutting down a thing called um, Amazon Care. And that was their telehealth business. And they had tried it out with their own employees and you know, they, they just decided it wasn't working. Right. But that was thing, in the heat of the pandemic. They launched that. Right. Now, first of all, let's be clear. They bought a, a healthcare provider, a primary healthcare provider called One Medical for $3.9 billion. So that let's be serious. They, they own a primary care group and they are working on um, all kinds of home medical diagnostic tools. Uh, they, they've, they've gone pretty deep into that. And they actually, they've made, uh, recently they made a bid for Signify Health, so which is another health services provider. So they're far from out of that business. And they've got, you know, the Amazon drugstores licensed in about half the states in the union. Here's the thing. When Amazon gets out of something, that's when you start to get worried. Like when I call them alien, I'm not kidding. And the healthcare industry should be terrified and consumers should be joyful. Whatever you think of Jeff Bezos, whatever you think of Amazon, whatever the news media has made you think about working conditions in the warehouses or whatever, one of the things that Amazon does extremely well is learn from their mistakes. So if they couldn't make telehealth work the way they want to make it work, they will figure out a way to make it work if it's a good business. And if it's a good business, they'll be in it. And there is nothing in America that needs more work, more help, more competition, more pressure from uh, the outside than the healthcare system. Uh, I don't know if you pay for your own healthcare, if you get it through your, your company or how it works, but I pay my healthcare bill, uh, my insurance bill, because I'm the owner of the company. So I have pretty solid visibility into what we pay healthcare for all of the employees. And not only that, but there are people who work for you. Right. And and my own. Yeah. 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 And I looked at the last five years because I was stunned at the new premium and they announced it and they had to go to the public service commission, whoever they, they go to, to get their increase. Seth, the, over the last five years, healthcare has is almost forty percent more expensive than it was. Oh, it's brutal. And and I've got one insurance policy that um, went from a thousand a month a year ago for a particular employee to seventeen hundred a month. That's a seventy percent increase in a one year period. Absurd. And, uh, we, you know, we, we of course, we're going to pay it, but we don't have a choice. But there's an industry that needs more competition, more work, more pressure from the outside. I can't think of one. So it's going to it's going to and it's worse for people who need like re- regular medicine, you know, as opposed to you get sick and you need medicine one time. You know, if you if you if you get bronchitis, you'll get, you know, an antibiotic for for a, a reasonable amount. But if you all of a sudden need a thyroid medicine, you're going to be pain through the nose yeah it's all, i mean look the it's drug crazy. thing is the drug thing is also out of control so i'm kind of excited that amazon is um realigning and trying to figure it out you know when they started amazon and they've been in and out of a million businesses when they started their amazon marketplace uh-huh that failed oh. and then they rebuilt it yeah but it i, what it is I sold yeah well it's different now yeah i i used to sell uh vhs tapes on it 20 yeah. years ago yeah 
Yeah. And, you know, they didn't, I guess that was, they looked at eBay and they thought, well, maybe, you know, we could do something like that or we'll have, yep. and then they, they decided to, they do said, no, 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 now no, you, you have to be licensed. Right. You have to be, you have to be a licensed seller. And so they've done, I mean, they've done a really good job with that. And I'm actually very surprised at the visceral response to things that Amazon does. I know that, you know, Bezos is a polarizing character and we're probably not as much as Elon Musk, but you know, he's a very rich man and people get, um, <laughs> every time that I am in a room where someone's talking about averages versus mean or median, right? Like when you're trying to find a, a way to look at a statistic and everybody always uses the example, well, there's a hundred people in the room and the average income in the room is the national average of, you know, 50,000 here making this up is Jeff Bezos walks in. Now the average income of everybody in the room is like 30 million <laughs> a year. It's like, but nothing's changed. It's like, it's always Jeff Bezos walked in the room and, you know, it's all, <laughs> stop it, you know, just stop it. But look, I'm excited that that they close this one down because it just means they're going to start something else up. And well, that's the thing they're going. If you think they're getting out of it, you're you're, you're crazy. And the idea is is what does Amazon knows what people are looking for, and they know that if they come up with a way to make the 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 daily medication that I have to take every day cheaper, I will immediately click on Amazon. By the way, not for nothing, the healthcare industry is changing a little bit. You know, Walmart has uh, Walmart health and they've got their care clinics and they've got their health and wellness thing. So, and they're a pretty big organization too. And they've got the walk-in capability that, you know, that an Amazon doesn't have, they have the physical plant. So I'm, I'm actually very much hoping that that healthcare gets a little kick in the butt from some of the commercial uh, organizations out there and this bizarre health and hospitals cabal that uh, I mean, on a personal note, I had a, issue with my my bicep I told you know, a couple of weeks ago you know I tore yeah. my bicep and had some shoulder surgery never the skipped a was, week by the way yeah yeah the bill was insane I saw the full bill yep the doctor got less than 10 percent of what he billed he's a friend of mine and I showed him the bill I said I could not believe the cost of the surgery still wasn't it was outpatient right it was just you know I was I went in the morning and I was home in my own bed um, four o'clock in the afternoon, you know, not happy, you know, <laughs> arm in a sling. But when I, you know, I got the bill from the hospital and the, what was paid, covered by insurance and I saw what he charged and what he charged the insurance company, they paid him less than 10% of what he, could you imagine sending an invoice yourself to a client and them saying, yeah. well, yeah, but we only think it's worth, you know, nine and a quarter percent of what you're billing us. So that's all we're going to pay you. It's crazy. How does, how does that even work? It's crazy. If you're listening to TechStream and you know how that works, yeah, Seth if, and I are totally I, yeah, I would love understanding to know. <laughs> how that works. Like, because none of us would put up with that for one second, not no. one second. You do a job, you you expect to get paid. Yeah, the whole thing is these the whole thing. Work, is, these guys work so hard. The healthcare industry, they work so hard. Yeah, but apparently, uh, there's a the financial part of that is just really an un fixable hot mess and i think that's really sad so what else happened this week seth i know like you know uh oh did you watch game of thrones the no. prequel no because i never saw the original 
Get what? Wait, what? Hold on. Wait a second. No, I can't believe you that you and I are doing a podcast. Done podcast. No, we've no, done no, 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 no. You told me you were not a Star Trek person, and I gave you. No, a pass I am a Star that. Trek person. I'm a Star Trek person. I saw the original Star Trek. Uh, I'm not a Enterprise dignified next generation, this generation, that generation. I didn't. I I said I said that. Uh, Game of Thrones was a show that when it came on, I didn't see. It wasn't a thing. And then once it got to the point of where it got super popular, I had already been in the bag and I didn't have 50 episodes to to, to wait. It's it's my James Bond argument. I'm a completist. If I see one, I'm going to see them all. (laughs) When that show came out. When it first my I didn't I was didn't watch it the first season because I was busy doing other stuff. My two I have three kids, my two youngest sons were really into it, young adults at the time. And um I asked why they were so in love with Game of Thrones and you know, should I get into it? Sure. And my youngest son looks me straight in the eyes and said, Dad, and pardon me, I'm quoting now. It has the perfect titties to beheadings ratio of any television <laughs> show ever created. <laughs> and I just, I just thought, okay, I, I'm in. Let me yeah. see what this is. And then <laughs> okay. I, I was hooked. And I think his ratio, uh, you know, assessment was correct. I think the early Game of Thrones, probably right to the end, it was just the perfect, perfect ratio. So yeah, yeah. I, it's a, you, when you do have time to watch 50 episodes, you should do it. And I'm not going to spoil the prequel for you, but I I think that uh, it's probably going to be... Anakin becomes Vader? <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah, that's exactly right. This takes place 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen, who you don't know, uh, oh. takes the, the comes to power. So On the Hall of Justice, though, I, I did show uh, Game of Thrones great respect because when Game of Thrones ended, when they had their finale, I found two diehards like two people who had seen every episode knew everything about it and i get i i all i did was the intro and i handed the podcast over to them and they did the they did the whole thing like we we did a game of thrones episode on the hall of justice we just i wasn't a part of it because what i didn't want to do is i I don't half-ass it you know what i mean like if i'm if i'm not going to talk about something i don't know anything about although there are listeners to tech stream that would probably beg to differ <laughs> well, look, what's west of Westeros? George R. R. Martin gets serious. What's west of Westeros? Yeah, what's west of Westeros? Um, House of the Dragon. It's you're gonna you loving it. You loving it. I, you know, it's bloodier than I expected it to be. I gotta say, but you know, I love the way George R. R. Martin writes, and I particularly like uh, Game of Thrones, the original series, and this is. So far, it's only been one episode, but I am not disappointed in any way. So I hope you'll get into it. And not, you know, not I'm not going to tell everybody this is the greatest thing ever done, but it certainly was entertaining. <laughs> well, what also is entertaining is TechStream. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of the support. No show next week with Labor Day and everything. It's hard to record. We will be back the week after that with our Apple press conference review. Have a safe and healthy and happy Labor Day weekend. 